It's November, which means it is the month where we are told to be grateful. But what happens when finding gratitude feels like another to-do on our never-ending list? Today, we get honest about the struggles in finding gratitude during the holiday season. You're listening to Honest Women, the podcast for every woman who's trying to juggle the relationships, roles, and responsibilities that come with modern womanhood and finding it all just a little harder than she thought it would be. We're your hosts, Andrea Berkeley and Jessica Hutchison, your new besties who just happen to be therapists. And while we believe that life is hard and there's no tip or trick that will solve that, it does get just a little bit easier when we can be real with each other and talk about it honestly. You're listening to Honest Women. Andrea, my friend. Jessica, my friend. How are you? I'm doing okay. It's the end of the week, always one of my favorite things. It's the beginning of the week if you're listening to the episode. It's the end of the week when we record it. So it's always just kind of a relief to get to this point because I think that every weekend I'm like, I'll catch up and I don't, but I think I will. And it provides this like temporary relief. It does. And thinking about the weekend, one of my children, we had to take away a couple activities that we had on the calendar. Mm -hmm. It ended up being the best thing ever for me and my family. Yes. Because it allowed us to just be home. Yes. And as much as I want to say, I caught up on stuff. You know, of course, it's a never-ending list, but Mm -hmm. it was really nice to slow down and just be okay being home. Less is more. Less is more. I wish I could, you know, get that through my brain. So here we are. It's November. I can't believe it. Yeah. How do we get here? I don't know. I like this week was October and now it's November. I don't know. It just feels like I know I felt this way increasingly as our kids get older, but time is flying, flying. And because Thanksgiving comes so early this year, it's like it's Halloween. And then like 10 seconds later, it's Thanksgiving. And then like 10 seconds later, it's Christmas. I don't get it, but it's not working for me. It is not working for me either. I'm already overloaded and I can't believe we're entering the holiday season. I know. It's like, wait, how? How, how, how? Yeah, I'm not ready. Ditto. So I was putting out some of my Thanksgiving decorations. So the Halloween ones were going away and the Thanksgiving one. I know another thing on my list that probably causes more stress, but I'm putting out these decorations and I had to chuckle a little bit at the amount of times I saw the word grateful. Girl, you've been to Home Goods. Uh, Oh, you've been to Hobby Lobby. Lobby. Yeah, Hobby Lobby. Yeah, That's how you know. You got some word art up in your face. Thankful. Thankful. Grateful. Mm. Gratitude. And at one point, I'm barely certain I looked at one of the decorations and was just like, fuck off. (laughs) Like, stop. (laughs) Stop silently judging me and my lack of gratefulness right right now that I feel inside my heart and soul and body. Yeah, because it's like, it's not just that I'm not ready physically. Like, I did not. We still have boo on my (laughs) mantle right now. There's a spider web outside at my house, so. There, oh, mine too. Shit. I got stuff to do. I know. I know. Not only am I not physically ready for the holidays, I feel like I'm not spiritually ready. Like I'm not emotionally ready. I'm not in that place where I think I should be. 
at this part of the season. I'm not feeling it. I know I'm not either. And that's why I want to start today's episode with just getting honest about the holiday season Mm -hmm. for a minute. As it is approaching, as we are coming towards Thanksgiving, here's what I started thinking about over the week is we have talked a lot on this show about this lack of balance or feeling like the domestic labor within the homes falls heavily on the shoulders of women. When I started thinking about the holiday season, I started thinking about how heavy that load gets during these next two months. Mm -hmm. And the lack of balance that we feel is magnified during these next two months as women. Yeah, big time. So we know that there's this lack of balance, Mm -hmm. right? Why? Like you said, I think this all comes down to where the imbalance happens. And I just feel like so often, just like to all our male listeners, aka to our husbands, we love you. Um, You're great. You're amazing. You work so hard. Also, most of the things that that are family related and home related, they just default to us. I don't know how else to say it. And so the zone in which things explode during the holidays is family, home, kids. It's planning, it's purchasing, it's preparing, it's all of that stuff. And somehow all of that is in my lane and it's not really, it's not anyone's fault, but it just means that the gap, the stress I'm under is huge. The gap between us is huge. Yes. And it becomes really big during this time of year, which I think impact our ability to be grateful, right? right? I will own, you know, the, the little Thanksgiving decorations, the pumpkins, the whatnot that I'm putting out that falls on me. Yeah. That is my priority. It is not something my husband would ever in a million years care about inside the home. But in this new age, this modern day age where we have the Instagrams, the Pinterest, we get a look inside of people's homes. However, most of the people's homes we get a look into are professional decorators. Mm -hmm. They have a whole business around making your home look a certain way, but it has upped this game or this expectation on how everything should look yeah yep inside our home mm-hmm. and that falls on women yes it's something that we exclusively are being fed through social media just generally it's everywhere i mean the ability to purchase all of these things in the stores and online that also falls to us so we're the ones getting the ads about sales or holiday specials or you know we're just seeing it every Everywhere, even if you try to shelter yourself from social media, I think you still see it. You, you still know? see it. You you go to the even Target, spend Christmas in Target for like who knows how long. Oh gosh! And you see yes. the things, and it just feels like that's what your ho- your home should look like. And our husbands are not being sold that. You know, they're not feeling no. that pressure, but we are. And there's a little bit of so there's the cultural piece, but there's the like inner insanity. I can own it. I feel like I want the holidays to be special and magical, like. If I'm trying to perform all year long as a good mom and a good wife and a good homemaker person, the bar goes up as the holidays. I'm like, how can it feel magical and special if it's not beautiful? Or how can it feel magical and special if it's not homemade or with a lot of thought in it? Special, different, 
unique. Well, and that expectation has stood the test of time. Totally. I mean, this dates back regardless of modern day technology, the convenience, which I would argue is not actually convenient Mm -hmm. anymore. But all of that has stood the test of time where if you go back to our own childhood Mm -hmm. and the memories around the holiday, how many were a result of stuff your mom did? Oh, I mean, all of them. Right. I just think the pressure was a little lower. I don't know if it was a lot lower, but it was a little lower. And then it's not that many generations back that people were like pilgrims. I mean, honestly, this is a problem in like the last hundred years, right? Maybe really the last 50, like after World War II, like that wasn't, no one was leveling up at Christmas in the 1940s. But in the 50s, when everyone got their own little track home, you know, people started to get stuff and started to perform. It's just then that, you know, you'd get your one magazine, your one ladies magazine, but it was just a different vibe then. I think. It was I don't know. Much I wasn't different. there. Seems different. Well, it was, it seems a lot different. I often like pretend I'm in my brain. I'll go to that time mm-hmm. period and, and actually sometimes yearn to be in it yeah. in a weird way because yeah. it just seems a lot simpler. Right. We're inside each other's homes a lot more than we used to be mm-hmm. with family spread out across the country where everybody used to be a lot closer together. So you would go to your grandma's house yeah. for this holiday or your aunt's house. It was very much just your family. Now it's a lot more friends. Right. We do a lot with our friends or our quote unquote chosen family for some people yeah. as well. So it's more exposed to what this person does or this person's traditions. It's no longer just the family. It's it's like an arms race, you know. <laughs> that sounds oh. intense. I'm like, wait, tell me more. Like about I need arms race. It's like you go first. You start with I don't know slingshots and then spears and then muskets and that. Like you're, we're in the nuclear bomb era of holidays because I feel like we've just it's just escalated. You know, if I don't have a template for you know what my home looks like inside, but I go to my friend's house and it's so beautiful and she just has some garland okay now I'm gonna get garland and then if it also she makes these really cool um, appetizers and someone else has a second tree it's so beautiful and then someone else has beautiful lights outside you just add on and to be fair some of these homes and places are so beautiful and you do feel a certain way being a guest in someone else's home don't you? Yes 100% you just you're like it's beautiful I don't have to worry about anything I've got something nice to eat and something nice to drink and I'm having a good conversation I'm off and so it can feel like it's the stuff It's the homemade appetizer. It's the decorations. It's the... You know what? That's a great point. When you go to somebody else's home, and sure, Mm -hmm. we all have gone to homes where you just look around and think, wow, it's exquisite, right? It's so beautiful. But what feels the best is not having to do anything. Right. Not suffering for it. Don't worry. She suffered for it. She's probably stressed out as fuck. She's probably got like (laughs) baskets full of all the shit that they couldn't get done, right? Shoved into her closet just like I do mine. She was probably sweating and swearing at everyone before we got over, right? (laughs) Everyone needs to clean up. We have people coming over. But guess what? I wasn't. I walked in there. She's got some Bing Crosby playing or some, we have like some piano music we like to listen to around Thanksgiving, little George Winston. She's probably making pumpkin dip or something at Thanksgiving, just cussing everyone out, you know, just feeling insane. But when you walk in that door, like you're eating that pumpkin dip and she's got a smile on her face. Everyone's a little like traumatized, but it's fine. You know, everybody is traumatized. That's my house. Right. Yeah. Three glasses of wine in, no one's traumatized anymore. Nobody. Well, and it's funny because I will say I love to host Mm -hmm. and my husband will be the exact opposite. He's like, I hate 
when you host. Right. Like, why? Don't I do a good job? He goes, oh, no, it's not about that. I hate the person you become before the event. You are kind of a nightmare to be around. Right. right. Like, I know. Why do I? But I love the gathering that follows the stress that comes with it that are really, truly mm-hmm. a result of our own expectations of what it should look and feel like. It was that feel like part that I just want to grab onto because mm-hmm. I think we end up with a double dose here where our workload goes up, whether that's coming from society or coming from inside or from any number of places. And we're running around like crazy people, sometimes traumatizing everyone, and we're supposed to feel a certain way. Remember when we did the episode on Mother's Day? If you guys haven't listened to the episode, What what Women Really Want for Mother's Day, I was talking about how I wanted to feel a certain way. Oh, man. If it's not 10,000 times worse around Thanksgiving and Christmas, I'm, I have this sense that I'm also supposed to feel peaceful, happy, present, Hmm. aware and just warm and happy. You hear even the way I talk about it, I slow down. I just, you have a sense that everything, you feel like the way you would feel walking into a candlelit room and you look at all the people Hmm. in there and you go, I just love you and I'm so hashtag blessed. That's what I think I'm supposed to feel like on the inside. So when I don't feel like that because I'm fucking psycho, (laughs) I now am judging myself. That's why you look at that gratitude pillow and you're like, fuck you. I'm like, why did I buy all this shit that's a gratitude? I was probably, it was probably my subconscious trying to feel gratitude. And now I'm just like, fuck you, box of gratitude right. pillows. Yeah, because that's what you're supposed to be. And we want that. We want that. That's what I want. I want to feel that way. I want that candlelit feeling. I just don't want to have to, you know, I like have to go to the store and and buy the candles. I have to research the candles and buy the candles and bring the candles home. Then I have to clear off the table where the candles are supposed to go. And then I have to light the candles and then I have to put the food around the candles. And it just doesn't feel that way anymore. It doesn't feel that way. You're speaking to one important, well, not one, the big important struggle that we're having is why is it so hard to lean into this feeling of gratitude mm-hmm. or being grateful or why can't we why can't we feel it what's going on with us friend hey there fabulous ladies ready to kick mealtime chaos to the curb say hello to your best friend factor meals no more scrambling for breakfast lunch or dinner just grab a gourmet dish from the fridge and bam you're good to go and let's not forget about the smoothies my son can't get enough they're not just healthy they're a taste sensation you'll fall head over heels for factor meals just like i did with factor you can rock your busy schedule without sacrificing flavor or nutrition whether you want six meals or 18 meals a week, it's all up to you. Plus, you can hit the pause button or mix up your deliveries whenever life throws you a curveball. Say goodbye to mealtime madness and hello to hassle-free eating with Factor Meals. Head to factormeals.com slash jessica50 and use code jessica50 to get 50% off. That's code jessica50 at factormeals.com slash jessica50 to get 50% off. For me, first and foremost, it's the pace. It's the number of things on my to-do list. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about our revisiting our expectations for ourselves that both of us are feeling pretty frazzled right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is a that is a tribal feeling among all the women that I know right now. 
it's just too much. And I start to feel so, I mean, the only way to describe it is I'm so distressed when my list is so long. And I have this sense that as I go to bed after busting my ass all day, I'm more behind than I yes. was when I woke up. That is a horrible feeling. I'm glad you referenced just a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about this mm -hmm. because it is this time where we're kind of reevaluating things, which creates a whole other to-do list. Right. And I've spoken a lot about this feeling of resentment. Mm -hmm. And I think that I don't want to get to a place where I resent the holiday season. Right. Because the holiday season can be and I hate to say should be, mm -hmm. right? I just yeah. caught myself because it shouldn't be. That's not accurate. Mm -hmm. But it can be great. It can be. It's what we want. Or it can be good. It can be better than it is. I think we have to highlight a couple things when it comes to all the to-dos. If it sucks, it looks bad on us, yeah. not our husbands. It falls on us. Yeah. You walk into a house and it's a mess. You don't look at the husband, you look at the wife. Right. You walk into a house that's beautifully decorated. You look at the wife. You tell the wife, wow, your home is beautiful. And I think that that's a, like a, almost a rare moment where we feel seen, hmm. where all of our efforts are noticed by someone. It's probably another woman who notices all of our efforts. And Jess, I feel like the thing that is so hard for me in trying to experience gratitude in this season, in this holiday season, is that the amount of invisible work that I do mm is unseen. And also it's visible. Like you fools all get like special food and there yes. is decorations around the house and there's music on and I'm making something special for you. And like, did you not know that? Where do you think it all comes from? The clothing that you have that fits you, the, the presents that are under the tree, the Christmas cards that go out, where did you think that comes from? And so our efforts are invisible and they're not acknowledged, but they're also so visible that you go like, how is it possible that I've become like the stagehand in our lives at a time where I'm performing more than ever? So I think that we do like continue to up the ante. We perform more and bigger for our friends, sure, because our female friends may notice, but also just because we were like, well, you didn't notice that I did this. So maybe if I do that, we didn't yeah. notice if I did this. So maybe if I do that, I just, I struggle to feel grateful when I feel like nobody sees me, mm. you know? Yeah. How can you feel grateful when you feel invisible? Right. It is hard. I love that you said when somebody gives you a compliment, feel seen. Right. And maybe that is something that we can commit to just as, as humans mm -hmm. is giving that compliment, kind of saying, I love this right. or I see that you did this. Right. Also, like, I want to give someone else, another woman, a compliment. Like, you got out of bed today. You do, you are awesome. <laughs> because so often it's the, like, wow, your decorations are incredible. And then it's like, okay, well, I'm going to keep doing that. It's the only thing that people notice. Or like, wow, this homemade blah, 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 blah is so delicious. Oh, I better keep making that. It takes 12 hours, but I'll keep making it. If you have a friend or you are a person who can level up in some ways, right. when you don't level up, you almost apologize for it. Mm -hmm. Have you caught yourself doing oh, that Oh my before? gosh. Uh, I'm so sorry. These are store-bought appetizers yes. and I didn't, you know, they're not homemade. I just ran out of time. I mean, you you defend yourself without even anybody saying anything. Totally. I do do that. And also, but I do know that now I hear when other women apologize for doing things and I'm like, no, 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 no. Please do not apologize when you have like let me into your world. Please do not apologize. Also, tell me where you've got this 
I don't need to make that shit on my own. Like, let's support one another in making it easier. Actually, when I level up on something, usually it's for me, yeah. not other people. Yeah. It makes me feel good. And so it's also owning that piece. No, I don't use me as a reference point. Know that I did this selfishly for me because I like to do it or because it allowed me to be in the kitchen by myself for two hours. Yeah. You know, it's funny, Jess. At Thanksgiving, this started a couple of years ago and it's not quite so physical now, but in the beginning it was. I remember when I had little kids running around and I was trying to cook for Thanksgiving and I love to cook. I love it. Also, I'm a bit of a whirling dervish. Like I am not one of those people who's good at putting things away as I go. I make a lot of mess. The food is good. The process is iffy. I remember at one point the kid, they're running in this way. They're running in that way. I'm going to lose my shit, right? Like I'm like, Mm -hmm. get out. I put up a baby gate between our island and one um, cabinet and on the other side too. And I was like, none of you can cross into here. That is amazing. It was amazing. I should get out some baby gates because that like six foot space where no one could come by me was awesome. Do not enter territory. No, do not enter. Don't like, no talking to me. Why are you asking me for something? There's another thing we could be grateful for. Right. Baby gates. Baby gates. Things that keep your family out. Yes, totally. (laughs) So we've talked about the pace. We've talked about the expectations as things that block us from feeling gratitude. What else? What else blocks you from feeling gratitude? in this season? I think a lot of it is this voice inside my head that says, but Mm. that those cookies are really good or that dip is really good. And my inner critic will say, yeah, but Mm. so Mm -hmm. myself, I block me from feeling gratitude by not allowing things to just be okay. Yeah. It's never enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I should have. That is one thing that I really want to be mindful of is not saying, yeah, but. So if you know me and you hear me say it, call me out on it because I love to be challenged and called out on things. Do you though? Well, I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair, fair. Okay, fine. fine. She's right. It's sensitive. It is sensitive. Well, in most things that we as humans are sensitive about, we know are true or we wouldn't be sensitive about it. I mean, to be clear, like, I also don't like to be challenged. It's fine. You know what else blocks me from feeling gratitude? All the times that the word gratitude has been used to invalidate my present experience. I just think so many times gratitude is used as like a blunt force weapon where it is, it's like shut it. You know, you have so much to be grateful for. When the truth is, what I really need is for somebody to see what I'm doing and what I'm going through and, yeah, not challenge me, but maybe lovingly say, like, hey, it's beautiful. You've done enough. Or, hey, thanks so much for thinking about that. This is a common thing I hear come up in my therapy room all the time. My husband says, why do you put up all those decorations if it makes you so miserable? That happens inside my house. Were you talking to my husband? (laughs) (laughs) On the side before this episode. No, or like, why aren't you happy? We have so much. Why won't you just Mm -hmm. be grateful? Why won't you just be happy? So I think, and that's not just now for us as adults. A lot of times that was used on us as kids. Be grateful. Sometimes, yeah, be grateful means shut up. The truth here is that it's a lot. It's hard. Expectations are so high from our society, from inside ourselves, from our families, whatever. And we have lots to be grateful for. 
more. If somebody can't acknowledge the first part, that it's hard, it's a lot, I'm exhausted, then you have no business telling me to be grateful. Fuck off. Because that's being used to invalidate my experience. And it's not okay. And now I have an issue with gratitude. Now I'm angry at the throw pillow because you used it against me. So I shouldn't mail it to you? No. (laughs) I have some work to do on my own. (laughs) You very nicely. With a lot of swearing. I know. I was going to say eloquently. And I was like, no, that wasn't eloquent at all. That's where I got cut. It was sailor eloquent. Okay. Fine. It is. The word gratitude has been used against us. What is wrong with me? I'm an awful person because I am not grateful for all of these blessings that have been bestowed upon me. Right. A lot of times that same, we can internalize invalidation mm-hmm. and then we do it to ourselves. Oh yeah. What's, it's again, yeah, like you said, what's wrong with me? Yeah. You look at the pillow and you go, I don't feel that way. I'm a failure. I'm a bad woman, bad mom and a bad person. Also, I have more to do. Chop, chop. Right? Those yeah, things feed each other. out of my way. The worse I feel, the more that goes on my to-do list. And the more that goes on my to-do list, the worse I feel. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my Christmas card this year. <laughs> Also, I want to highlight is, do you remember when gratitude was trendy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hashtag blessed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And gratitude journals. Let me just go ahead and say that was another failed activity of yeah. mine. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> that made me feel like shit. Agreed. You know why? Because doing that requires you to slow down and stop doing everything else. It requires you to like regulate your nervous system, to breathe. Our gratitude is probably most effective when we have a practice, it's regular, it's daily. And adding a daily practice has been something I just can't, I'm struggling to do. So it's another thing, like you said, that I'm failing at. And adding one that requires me to be still, to be regulated, thoughtful, it's really, really hard. And it's harder than ever during the holidays. If you have an emotional feeling about gratitude as a concept, Especially if you're a therapist who should be, who should believe in it and be practicing it. You know, maybe we want to oh, just make a little space for that. Yeah, I'm sure it works. I don't know, man. Ugh, it's just, it's tricky. So maybe it's about saying gratitude can exist with exhaustion, feeling overworked, feeling like you're getting it wrong. It doesn't have to be this constant sense of feeling we have. It can go alongside not great things too. That's okay. Maybe that's what creates balance. So yes, what are you grateful agreed. for then, my friend? What am I grateful for? <sighs> Damn it. You put me on the spot. Okay. What, I, what I'm what i actually grateful for right now are each of the humans that lives in my house. Yeah. That's true. But for me to feel gratitude and feel that warmth and see them and be happy around them and with them, I have to slow down. So that feeling of like, I mean, honestly, as our as my kids are growing into human people, <laughs> I don't know. They're they're so interesting. They're funny. Mm-hmm. They're fun to be around. I mean, they're also assholes. They're also difficult. It's also exhausting dealing with them. But I can have more balance when I slow down. And that's a big problem around the holiday season is we just have too much on our plate. I mean, I think the only answer here is to say, like, I want to feel the way I know I can feel about the people in my life. And I'm only going to be able to do that if I, like, if we don't do so much. Well, crap. So you said your children and I was going to say dry shampoo. (laughs) Okay, but fair. I am legit. (laughs) So grateful for dry shampoo. I kid you not. (laughs) As somebody who hates to wash her hair, thank you, dry shampoo. 
It's so good. I'm grateful for meal delivery services. Online grocery shopping. When I can go online and order dinner and don't have to stress about it. Oh, I got one. Mm. I am so grateful for carpools. Grateful for the other women in my life who make my life possible because you drive my kids places and I drive your kids places. And now, like I said, in terms of appreciating them, getting to drive a group of preteen boys around is one of my favorite friggin' things. Like what a gift, you know, to peek into their lives as if they think, honestly, that's where being invisible really helps. They think you're not there. It's very confusing. I'm like, I'm right here for the ones that drive my kids places and for the ones that I get to drive. I'm also really grateful for coffee. I love it. Oh, you know what? I got one more. Okay. I'm really grateful for people who share the real deal shit online and in person. I'm grateful for, so my corner of Instagram is very funny because I am following people who kind of react to all of these shenanigans by being like, here's the real deal. And my favorite Instagram reel right now is where someone like takes a pumpkin. They're like, it says something like, do you want to know like my perfect fall patio or whatever perfect fall entryway and they take a pumpkin and they throw it up and you know how like usually they throw it up and then it's like boom and it's this beautiful scene no I've never and seen that again our Instagram feeds are very different yeah okay so usually it's they throw it up in the air and it's this beautiful scene but I have loved seeing the spin on this where people throw it up in the air and then instead of it turning into a beautiful scene she just flicks off the screen with both middle <laughs> fingers and is like we don't have time for that shit this is ridiculous and I love that I love people who are out there being countercultural. I love mom's friends who will look at me with those eyes like, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. This is crazy. Or my clients who are so vulnerable about this is not okay. You know, I I love honest conversation. I love our podcast. Mm -hmm. I love my co-host. I'm grateful for these things. Ditto girlfriend. I will mirror that by saying I am equally grateful for all those things and for honest people honest conversation. I am have so much gratitude for friends in my life who disclose just their real shit. It means so much as somebody who just hates surface level so much and gets drained by surface level. I just have so much gratitude for the people in my life who allow me to see their real selves. All right, ladies, I think it's about time to wrap it up. So here's what I want to say to all of the women who are listening. If you find yourself feeling overworked, stressed, feeling the weight of everything that accompanies the holidays, that make it hard to lean into this sense of gratitude that quote unquote, we're supposed to feel. You're not alone. And I will add, maybe take a second to evaluate what gratitude means to you. It's not oftentimes about the big things. It's not always a sense that you're supposed to feel all day, every day. Sometimes it's just about something small like dry shampoo. As we approach this holiday season, we hope that if anything, we help you feel less alone in it all. Thank you for listening to another Honest Women episode. Want to make this conversation a part of your daily life? And let's be honest, who doesn't? Don't forget to follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. If you know a woman who could use a little more honest conversation in her life, please share this podcast with a friend. And you may have noticed this new episode just dropped on a Tuesday. So join us moving forward every Tuesday for a little bit more Honest conversation.
conversation. If you have any ideas for show topics, please send us an email at hello at honestwomenpodcast.com. Until next time, hang in there, ladies.